Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Radio Show. Show. Alright, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March 1. March the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, the supreme law of the land with the checks and balances that made America great. We can do it again if we return to the principles that made the country great in the first place. Uh, George Washington says the two great indispensable supports, morality and religion. That is the key to the solution, ladies and gentlemen. This is the broadcast where we reject revolution. Unless it's a Jesus revolution, then we're in. Actually, we do indeed follow the Prince of Peace. Remember that. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday. And boy, howdy, do we got a roster today of news that I was refused to use to talk about. I'll tell you that right now. The broadcast kicks off with our dear friend, Dr. Scott Bradley, well-known for the website freedomsrisingsun.com, the Collegiate Series to Preserve the Nation, weekly webinars, Q&As, and more on the Constitution. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, good morning, Sam, and uh, good morning to everyone. I hope everyone is ready for a, a very pleasant weekend, family-oriented and everything like that. And yes, indeed, there's very much going on. In fact, uh, we had uh, obviously, maybe not obviously, but we always do seem to have more questions come up in our webinar last night than we always have time to address because it seems like the cyclonic force that all of these weird things are going through our society has just raised a lot of issues. So you're absolutely right in assessing how the, uh, um, you know, there's just things to talk about. Let's put it Yeah, they're way. intentionally trying to make these issues. What they're trying to do is to divide us over everything to where nobody gets along. Your neighbor against neighbor is what they really want because that's the way they can destroy the country, bring in a bunch of illegal people that don't understand the rule of law, don't understand the proper rule of government, don't understand that we look to God, not government, uh, don't understand that handouts are evil and destructive by nature. Uh, we can go on and on and on, but that contingent against the rest of us, against, uh, you know, every fault line under the sun they want to destroy america it's our job to make sure that we stand tall on the culture war and that we never let them get away with their dishonesty and that's why news the networks refuse to use is so important that's why liberty roundtable live takes to the airwaves we don't need to be the rock stars of the universe but we do need to absolutely provide clarity through education ladies and gentlemen there's so much to cover i want to talk specifically about a few drudgereport.com headlines you know, they just have headlines that aren't very detailed, and so oftentimes two or three or four headlines make up a story in Drudge. It's kind of interesting. Um, it's different sources, but it, but, it, but it paints a picture. So here's the first headline. Biggest storm of winter buries the Sierra Nevadas um, with over 100 inches of snow. Then they say 128 or 120 mile-an-hour winds and everything else um, is crazy. Next story, worst Texas wildfire in history, scorches ranches, shuts highways, so big they claim you can see it from space. Let's just talk about those uh, headlines for a second, Doctor. Uh, we're seeing some uh, 
what do you call them, natural calamities going on that were foretold by ancient prophets? Let's let's put it in real context, shall we? Yeah, it's interesting today. They, um, you know, like Satan's been listening. Okay, I mean, I, just just think for a minute. I mean, these things have been in the headlines for five thousand years. <laughs> he, you know, he's he's heard this story about these uh, cataclysmic events of the last days, and and it's not because of the the sources and causes <clears throat> that the uh, the naysayers of the woke crowd are saying it's because of a whole whole lot of misalignments with eternal truths and uh, th they were predicted uh, these kinds of challenges and and uh, by golly they're here the changes in weather the the earthquakes the famines the the uh, tidal waves the the issues of of wildland fires i mean holy cow Usually those kinds of things are used as a scourge. They have been historically to get the people's attention. Now, in our humanist society, we have a, uh, a disconnect to all of that. Oh, no, 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 it's, uh, it's, it's global warming or, or climate change or whatever the latest uh, name is on the thing. But we have these, um, we have these kind of distractors and diversions and deflectors that are there because nobody wants to say, oh, yeah, God said this was going to happen, and it was going to be as a response to our unwillingness to align ourselves with his, you know, uh, purposes and, and uh, ways. And so, I mean, you, you look at that huge storm. Well, that's obviously not global warming, is it? Maybe. I don't know, because they're going to put a spin on it. That says, yeah, that's why oh, they change yeah. it to climate change, not global warming now, or global cooling. It's climate change because then it captures everything. They just morph the terms to kind of fit the, the scenario because we have such a short memory. We don't realize that they're just stabbing in the dark with an agenda for control. has nothing to do with honest science or true accountability. has everything to do with manipulating the public via the media, uh, via the government, uh, where the Hegelian dialectic comes to play. And the only answer is government, according to these clowns, right? Well, yeah, well, and, you know, obviously more force is needful to force the people to, you know, uh, quit being people. I mean, you know, we got to quit eating. We got, I mean, you know, because you're going to eat bugs if you have to eat or anything. Uh, I hear there's a big movement to put the biggest meat company on notice. Uh, who is it? It's, it's, the, it's the gal in New York, I think, that's, uh, that's running all the wacky uh, lawsuit uh, charges and everything like that. And she's saying that they're going after this meat company because there's too much flatulence among the uh, the cattle that this meat company handles, and therefore they're going to say, nope, nope, your <laughs> your greenhouse gases or your projections about where you're going to be in 10, 12, 15 years are unreasonable, and so we're going to go chop your legs out from underneath you. My words, not hers, but in essence, that's what it is. And and so we get these whacked out nut jobs that are out there thinking, okay, we're going to change the way everybody does everything, and it will have absolutely nothing to do with anything. I mean, I look at what the, except the, for what, it'll have everything to do with losing liberty and absolute dictatorial control by governments globally speaking, if they have their well, way, right? I'll, I'll give you an example. The Utah legislature, they just oh, they've been so desperately trying to save water. They're trying to take control of all of it, and first thing you know, we're going to all be parched and dry so the Chinese can mine lithium out of, out of the Great Salt Lake, I personally think. But at any rate, they had this big effort. They got rid of all the parking strips and, you know, the green stuff that was, you know, 
in front of people's houses and stuff that the cities had everything. They got rid of all of that. And with the amount of water they saved in one year for that, it went into the Great Salt Lake, supposedly. I'm not sure it did. It might have got evaporated somewhere else. But let's say it went to the Great Salt Lake. All of that water that they put into all of this energy and spent gobs of money doing, realigning our uh, landscaping in our cities, that amount of water evaporates out of the Great Salt Lake every day. So a year's worth of conservation went up in vapor, so to speak. No smoke, just vapor. It went up in vapor in one day. After you call it the salty plume, arches. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, maybe. There's no salt in that plume. But the fact of the matter is, that's the kind of idiocy that we're doing. And the legislature's everywhere. Our legislature, in violation of the Utah Constitution, and we could go through that if you ever wanted to, but the fact of the matter is, the Utah legislature is violating the Constitution and seizing con control of of the water in the state of Utah. You say, well, somebody's got it. No, they don't. This well, all this the, stuff the problem here is how much control we allow government to have and what they do with that control. So you've literally got the biggest storm of winter in one spot. You got a hundred plus inches of snow as March kicks off. You also got the worst Texas wildfire in history. You put those two stories together, and then the third story kind of falls into place that I have, all from DrudgeReport.com. Third story says this. Obesity overtakes hunger as biggest threat to world health. And then they say one billion people in epic weight battle. Uh, so there you have that. And I look at that and I say they're going to tie global warming to your food supply, people. Write it down or climate change to your food supply or whatever. And the idea is, you know what? You're not eating responsibly and you're not eating, you know, in, in a way that, that, you know, is best for your health. And government needs to help you because it's affecting your mental health, don't you know? And what they're doing is they're using the health crisis, the climate change crisis, the, um, you know, pandemic disease X crisis. And they're merging it all together into an absolute global, um, what do you want to call it, straight jacket for the people. We'll talk about this with Dr. Bradley in seconds after the pause. You're listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Introducing Managed IT Services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20-plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with Managed IT Services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? 
Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Obesity overtakes hunger as the biggest threat to world health, they say. A billion people have what they call, quote, weight battle. And uh, I don't deny that people are getting heavier. Uh, I think, personally, it's a uh, conspiracy. Now, I know people are going to be like, Sam, how dare you talk about... You lose credibility when you talk about conspiracies, Sam. I don't think so. I think they're putting things in our food, chemicals and, and all kind of things, uh, in our food that absolutely intentionally gets people addicted to eating, that intentionally manipulates your gut, which eventually affects your brain. Uh, and I believe it's intentional. And they know better than to put so many products that are either untested and or they know the harm they do, but they don't care, uh, into our products. I think that's a significant part of the problem. But what they want you to believe is, hey, you know what? You got physical health, you're obese, and you got mental problems, and the government is going to save you from all of it, doctor. That's what they want you to believe. And then they're tying this to the global agenda of climate change to force you into it. Hey, because the climate change happened, we don't have this food. Because we don't have this food, now you can eat bugs or you can eat meat grown in a lab or you can do this or you can do... Every proposal they have, in my opinion, has disastrous consequences on so many fronts. It's, not, it's hard to even discuss. It's so complex in terms of the ramifications uh, of their agenda that they're trying to get you emotionally attached to uh, and, then, and then just lead you around by the nose with all kinds of regulations and manipulations to destroy your liberty, health being the core. Man, we got to do it for the good of the health of the people. And got to do it. Everybody's obese. Got to help them. Got to get drugs to maintain your weight. You got to. And they go on and on. It's just uh, continued in the mainstream press. Headline from Oprah Winfrey is, well, I guess she's leaving Weight Watchers now. And, uh, well, she had to manage her weight with drugs. She really didn't do it with Weight Watchers like she wanted you to believe all this time. And, uh, okay, they're doing this to put this front and center for you, doctor. And they've got plans to tie all this together. And you're going to have food challenges coming up. That's what they want. What do you say? Well, there's uh, so many aspects of this that I would love to spend extensive time discussing. Uh, food has always been at the center of any takeover, of any tyranny that has been implemented on the people. Uh, real or imagined, food shortages are always part of it. But we've been told for so long that our biggest problem in America is hunger, hunger of children. And as you point out, uh, I mean, I, I can't understand it. We see all these healthy-looking little fat-cheeked kids that they're sh uh, showing their, you know, sad faces as they don't have enough to eat and how the school lunch programs and blah, 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 send us 20 bucks a month and we'll help feed kids. And when you really look at some of that stuff, you find out that they're taking 80% of their donations and administrative costs, et cetera. 
all of those kinds of things that, you know, just not letting, uh, they can create an emergency that they're going to solve. But, but the fact of the matter is, I really do believe there's much to be said about the uh, contrivance of this kind of things. The additives, I mean, the uh, genetically modified food, I mean, whether it's lab grown or they're, they're mixing eels with fish or whatever the heck they're doing, and, and they're selling it in the marketplace. If they put chemicals and adders and feeders, I mean, I don't even know if they still sell margarine. Maybe they don't anymore, but, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, they totally do, buddy. Do they? Well, I always thought that I, was I certainly kind of, don't buy it, but, yes, they have it. Well, it's kind of colorized, flavorized, uh, kind of softened plastic. I mean, I, I, I mean, that's a pretty broad statement, I know. But that's kind of, you say, what's real in that stuff? I mean, but that's the way our food sources are going. And then there has to be another element that I'll just throw out there. I just have to wonder if all of these injections that they're filling people with are not modifying our bodies to such a point. I mean, okay, maybe I'm super sensitive. But since the the COVID con and the jab con that's been going on, I, I, visually, I would say that people are just getting wider not taller, wider. And I'm being euphemistic and kind about that. But it seems to me, our society, nobody's slim and trim anymore. Nobody seems to be, you know, anything more than just existing. As you walk around the grocery store and they put packet, prepackaged, uh, you know, chemicalized, flavorized, and uh, basically it's just empty food. I think that the more you can eat, I am not advising people to overeat, but I'm saying if you make your diet more inclined to the more natural state of what it is, if you can eat the whole grains and the fresh fruits and the fresh vegetables and, and uh, you know, you, if you eat meat, I think that it ought to be something that they haven't put the hormones in and all, you know you think about well, it, if all that's milk. true but it's getting harder and harder and harder to get food that's like you're talking about and it's harder for americans to understand it takes time it takes effort uh it's hard to get real fresh vegetables and fruit and stuff like that and non-gmo whatever's and non-hormone injected meat and non-vaccinated uh, you know, animals in the first place and all this. It's very hard to get that done unless you live in a real community and you can make friends with neighbors and or do it yourself. Yeah, if you can grow your own groceries, you're going to be better off, I think. And then we've got the, the soup that we're all living in, whether it's 5G, you know. Uh, hey, they say 60 is coming, coming along right quick, buddy. What is? 6G. 6, 6G. Yeah, because well, it's going to be the next one. Pe- it'll just yeah, get worse by the pe- second. Cook your brains as you're going through. Uh, yeah, I just, I think that uh, we we really need to take a step back. And by the way, uh, this is not a this is not a commercial for Bobby Kennedy Jr., but uh, he has been pointing a lot of these things out for for decades. Literally, he's been suing the big chemical companies that have been polluting our food sources and everything. And and he has been pointing out some of these frequencies that have never really been tested for safety, um, and, and they're deploying them all across our communities and everything. Like in fact, a very high number of people nowadays are putting 5G boxes in their homes, 
and they're literally using that as their their Wi-Fi network, and it's 5G stuff. And so you're you're sitting in a soup in your living room while you're watching your TV or talking on your cell phone or whatever. And and yes, there's um, there's a lot of that out there from other sources. But if you've brought it in your home, you have to say that's a head scratcher. And now you're wondering why you know you seem to have deleterious effects on your you know maybe you haven't you know actually you know equated it to 5G because there's all these other factors that are being in there. But we've created a soup. That, that is so different than what our ancestors lived in. I mean, I think about when I was young, and, and that was in most people's mind a long time ago. But we, everybody was just, you know, we were active, engaged. Kids played outside, for example. You go in a neighborhood now, do you ever see anybody outside? No. They're in there watching their computer uh, games or doing TV or sitting on their network of their with their friends and their cell phone in their hand or their computer doing whatever they're doing, almost nobody is active anymore. It's like, good gracious. And we have changed our lifestyle. In my lifetime, um, somebody was telling me uh, about my age that uh, they went back to their old neighborhood that their mom still lived in down in Southern California. And they made a comment about, where is everybody? What what what's what's happened? There's no kids. What's going on? And of course, that's another discussion we could have. But the mom says, "Come in the house, and I'll show you what it is." She pointed the TV set. Now that happened. See, we didn't even have a TV when I was a kid, but uh, we got one, and I think it's been to our detriment in many ways. But anyway, uh, we digress away from just food. But but I think that we have changed our lifestyles in ways that. That if if you're 40 years or under, you don't have a clue. You you just don't. I'm sorry. I mean, well, it's never true. Been. And but there's a lot of changes in our lifestyle. The sedentary lifestyle that we don't get out. We're not active is part of the problem. The other part of the problem is we just seek for entertainment literally 24/7. It's the bread and circus plan that we focus on. Uh, we uh, the standard of living is some would say that it's so high, uh, but I don't know that the standard of living is so high. I think we have all kinds of creature comforts for sure, but I think we've lost a lot of our standard of living. Think about a standard of living is we're going to be around the dinner table to eat dinner together and, and say a prayer. Uh, before our kids leave in the morning, we're going to say a prayer for safety. When we lay our head down at night, we thank the good Lord and ask him to please watch over us. And in the morning, we thank him for looking uh, after us uh, overnight. And hey, we praise the name of the Lord all day long. Uh, families, you know, spend time together. Now it's 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 rare that families spend time together without entertainment devices. And so we become truly hooked on entertainment. We become truly hooked on beyond modern <coughs> conveniences. I mean, we want entertainment literally all the time. We want entertainment more than we want to uh, to work. Uh, and, and so we've changed our understanding um, to the point where it's changing the affairs of the nation. I mean, if you don't have a colored TV or you don't have something connected to the internet for entertainment, or you can't scroll on your cell phone or whatever else, people will probably riot more to lose connectivity to something uh, than they than they would to food. Almost it seems, and I know that sounds crazy because you know when when you're hungry, the order of things will change. But I'm making a point from a from a how you view life point of view. You know, the older generations and the founding fathers and others viewed life as a very difficult experience, but yet something to be grateful for and something to work hard about. We kind of want to just coast through life with, I mean, if we could have no pain and no challenges of any kind, uh, you know, we think it'd be great. It's not true. It's like the tree that grows up, uh, you know, and doesn't 
have any, you know, experience or, or you know, to the wind or anything else to where we don't have any chutzpah. We don't have any, what do you want no to call backbone. it? We don't, we don't have any backbone, no backbone. or strength or, or yeah. integrity or hard work. We, we haven't been tested and we haven't done the things that it takes to be strong. When we get back, I want to talk more about this because I think we've changed society in a lot of ways. Uh, we'll talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about this poor guy that's going to jail today. He doesn't even know what the charges against him are. I got a problem with that. Uh, anyway, we'll do it in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Congress is greenlighting a temporary funding measure to prevent a partial government shutdown this upcoming weekend. The bill will extend two government funding deadlines to March 8th and March 22nd, granting lawmakers additional time to reach consensus on appropriations bills in Washington. Inflation is on the rise. USA's John Schaefer with the numbers. The most recent inflation report indicates a four-tenth of a percent increase for January, aligning with forecasts. The Federal Reserve is deliberating on whether to initiate interest rate reductions. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell stated last month that he aims to observe further positive data before considering interest rate cuts. There could be major windswept storms, maybe sandstorms, through the early part of this weekend in parts of the Rocky Mountain Desert in the U.S., the National Weather Service calling for Saturday winds in Nevada and Utah to hit 60 miles per hour or more. Forecasters calling for localized wind bursts of hurricane strength in some places on Saturday. There are also blizzard and winter weather warnings in much of the mountainous regions nearby. At the same time, a wildfire continues raging out of control in Texas. It has recently become the largest ever in that state's history. A federal judge is issuing a temporary halt to a recent Texas law permitting local law enforcement to arrest individuals they suspect of illegally crossing the southern border. The Justice Department, along with the ACLU, filed a lawsuit arguing that only the federal government holds authority to enforce immigration laws. Disagreeing with Governor Abbott's assertions characterizing the influx of illegal immigration as an invasion, the judge's decision blocks the law from taking effect next week. Texas is anticipated to appeal the judge's ruling. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month, and that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. 
Introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, it's myself, Sam Bushman, and Dr. Scott Bradley, FreedomsRisingSun.com, discussing the changes in America. Literally all these natural disasters going on, fires in Texas, um, huge snowstorms uh, in the Sierra Nevadas, uh, and we're just getting started on what's going to happen as we ratchet up hurricane season and everything else. It's a little crazy, ladies and gentlemen, but this is all foretold. Uh, by ancient and modern prophets. Let's be very clear. Let's not pretend this doesn't relate to God, that it's, oh, my heavens, we're just in the world, and it's bad news, and there's nowhere to go. You can turn to God. He knows. He loves you. Uh, We can repent. There are solutions. But no one's tying this together, except for the very few of us who have the guts to to point this out. Uh, But I find that interesting. They're now tying that to hunger and obesity, Uh, And they're trying to change. You're going to have food shortages. It's going to happen, folks. And there's so many changes we're talking about in America today. One of the biggest changes that I see is people used to have a love for their country. Forget if you're a Republican or a Democrat or, uh, you know, you didn't believe in parties or you were a libertarian or whatever you were, Constitution Party, whatever. Uh, People had a genuine civility to one another and respect. That's gone. And people had a genuine love for our country. They're like, hey, I don't love some of the things that are being done, but for the most part, America's great. I love it. Uh, You know, now people literally are divided to the point where they won't even communicate. They hate one another and they hate their country. Why? Because they've been propagandized so much so that they've forgotten our godly and our American heritage to the point where they, they hate America. They think America's the problem. 
They think it'll be much better if we just embrace socialism or communism or, or something else because they've been lied to and deceived for so long, generationally speaking, to the point where they can't see the truth. The forest through the trees is, is impossible to understand. Uh, and, doctor, this is what I'm saying. That's the biggest change that I see. People hate each other and hate their country, and they even hate their God. Well, we've talked a lot on your program about the fractionalization and how it's a, a communist um, ploy that basically is used to undermine and destroy society. But but just let's just I'll ask a question. How many debates has Joe Biden been in during this election cycle? How Not a single one. Sound? How and neither has how Donald Trump. That's what it's going to go next. Donald Trump has been in shame zero. on them both. There has been no effort to present ideas to the Americans that they can decide between. See, here's the deal. It's become an agenda-driven, party-driven, oh, yeah, you're a Republican, you're a Democrat, you're a communist, Money driven. whatever. What, say again? Money-driven as well. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it like I say, race against race, religion against religion, men against women, labor against management. I mean, socioeconomic against whatever, and and uh, and so everything is kind of there's bunkered up and hunkered down, and uh, you know, again, I I hate to show my age, but but I remember well the the uh, Kennedy Nixon debates, and and you know both of them had been colleagues in the Senate. I mean. They had they knew each other and and you know they were they claimed to be on opposite ends of the spectrum and so on and so forth. I'm not so sure that was true, but the fact of the matter is the the Americans were able to at least say wait wait wait. Now what the debates have become today is basically a very fine wine, not wine wine. They get up there and whine and complain and and moan. And most of the people in the debates have just been basically taking pot shots at Trump and uh, how this person or that person has been a lackey to him or something. fact of the matter is they are not discussions of concepts and principles and ideas that need to be exposed in America. There have been some efforts by some independents. Again, this second time in this hour, Bobby Kennedy's come up, but you you stop and think about it. Who is talking about some of these things that are absolutely core to what's happening? What's wrong in America? Liberty Roundtable Live is, my friend, every yeah, day on your not, radio. You're not running for office, though, Sam. These people, they're, 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 they're selling sound bites and talking That's points. That's right. There is not a single shred of principles-based anything that's there. We have a very high percentage of those running for office and have been running for office are not constitutionally eligible. And so what we have is just a hodgepodge of wrestling around in the mud. Uh, it's it's a, You wrestle a pig, you get dirty. Well, we're just all pigs nowadays. And it is so astonishing to me that we don't exchange. And, and this kind of ties back to... Our, our uh, uh, entertainment fetish that we seem to have, the circus and bread things that you've talked about, uh, we we just want to you know be able to what me worry uh, most of your listeners probably don't even know who Alfred E Newman was in the Mad Magazine, but but this fictional character that was uh, you know always on the front of the magazine, you know what me worry, I mean the guy was too dense to know there was a problem. 
we got, I mean, uh, next door neighbors <laughs> that I live with that have never, ever given one solitary consideration to the deleterious effects of the COVID con. They don't have a clue that that life expectancy has been diminished by two or three years. And they don't the want junkie. to have a clue either no. is the problem. Instead of saying, I don't really know, but hey, I'm willing to learn it, I'll consider what you have to say. They are close to it. You bring it up and you are absolutely the hated enemy. How dare you make that claim? You're going to kill us all or they polarize this thing. Uh, and it's going to get a lot worse, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you an example to make the point. All right. Romney. <laughs> Thank heavens the guy's stepping down. But Mitt yeah, but Romney. He's a lame duck. He's a lame right. duck, Sam. He's and he's selling us out in the process. Can. So here's yeah. the deal. Mitt Romney claims there's absolutely no way that he would ever vote for Donald Trump over Joe Biden. Uh, America News Nation with this piece. Basically, the headline they're pointing out is this guy literally just gave Joe Biden an endorsement, if you will. Not literally. He didn't endorse him, but... He's saying, I'd never vote for Trump. Trump has the most horrible character in the world. Trump's awful. Trump's this. Trump's that. And I don't disagree with some of the points Romney's making about Trump. The clown show is, is that as if Biden's any better. Uh, and so neither answer are right. And so this guy on his way out as a lame duck is using his influence to down Trump and promote Joe. Now, I'm not for necessarily telling you that Trump's great and Joe's horrible. That's not true. Uh, what's true, though, is this is a clown show. This Republican lame duck is telling you that Biden's better than Donald? Um, I wouldn't vote for either of them, doctor. Well, I, I happen to agree with you, and there may be a lot in your audience that think that Trump walks on water. He does not. He is not a savior. And if you stop and think about, oh, he's, he's a great Second Amendment guy. No, he's, he's the guy that promoted red flag laws. He's also the guy say, that promoted the bump stock ban. Or, yeah, bump stock ban. Uh, everything you can think about. I mean, red flag laws. People have died because of that. And and he says, oh, we'll sort out the due process things later. No, you sort them out first in America. And then you do. He's the guy that came up with warp speed. He's the guy that seized portion of the American industry to make the uh, ventilating machines that had almost a 100% death thing. He's the and guy. And we have no idea to... where all those all those uh, ventilators went either. We we created we forced millions of them to be created. Where are they all? Just rotting well, in a warehouse almost, somewhere? They they killed anybody they put them on. He was the guy that was going to use the military to distribute the jab. I mean, you think about okay, so what did he do right? Okay, now you say, well, yeah, well, he uh, he got out of the Paris uh, Climate Treaty. Well, it's back in again. He's the guy that killed the Trans-Pacific Partnership, but he promoted the Trans-Pacific Partnership through the USMCA, which China is now using to enter the United States. He opened up the, the borders, basically, with the USMCA for, for you know easier migration. Biden has taken full advantage of the... And if you don't get me started on Biden, I mean, what has Biden done besides shamble around the White House? But his administration has been guilty of the biggest invasion in history, probably. The historical proportions of this invasion of this nation. I mean, the destruction of the economy, the shutting down. I mean, both of them did the shutting down of, of the uh, robust economy for a germ. They shut down religious worship. I mean, come on, people. And it's the evil of two lessers. And we talk about voting for the lesser of two evils. But the fact of the matter is, 
has there been a real major difference? And you say, well, yeah, there has uh, in some things. Yeah, I, th I think we could probably think of some if we stopped and thought about it for a while. But the fact of the matter is the general demise of the nation has is been underway and accelerating fast. And not only are they letting the border leak like a sieve, but they've actually put some things in place that I reported on yesterday on my TV show with my buddy Lance Miliacho and, and, and those guys over at the Big MIG. Um, headline, it turns out that um, the U.S. is literally funding processing centers in South America and flying illegals into the United States before they even reach the border. They don't even need to go ahead and go through customs or anything at the border anymore because they're being brought in and distributed around the country by your government straight from the countries of origin. Let's talk about that in seconds. Uh, ben Berklum reports this. We'll talk about it with Dr. Bradley on your radio in seconds. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, so I'm reporting, ladies and gentlemen, that you know what? Now they're literally, there's evidence that they're taking these illegals from foreign nations, uh, and they're literally working on a plan to fly them into the United States. They're flying them in, skipping the border, uh, and distributing them, depositing them all across the country, doctor. Uh, there's evidence this is happening now, too. So it's so bad to where Chuck Baldwin wrote a column, chuckbaldwinlive.com, to check this out. Headline says, Joe Biden should be charged with treason for refusing to secure America's borders. It's that bad, doctor. Well, by the way, I went to see Chuck here last weekend, but that's another story. But at any rate, I, um, 
I don't, I don't know if treason is the appropriate terminology because of the definition of treason given constitutionally, but, but the, the concept, I think, is, is absolutely something that we've got to pursue. We have uh, an invasion going on. There's no doubt about that. The largest historical invasion in the entire history of mortality, and, and it's being facilitated by someone that is charged and taken an oath to, to uh, uphold the laws of the land and protect the Constitution. Uh, those laws, these, these are black uh, letter laws. I mean, these are laws in writing that have been passed by Congress constitutionally, and they're not being enforced. And there's been, uh, and that, that, that is justification for impeachment and removal from office. And it should be done. Uh, but these, these things about flying people in, I, I, I don't know about that actually occurring at this point. There may be under planning and stuff, and I think NGOs, non-government organizations. Now there's claims and reporters saying that it's happening, and they're working on the proof. Well, I, I I'm very interested in in chasing that to ground, but I do know that there are consolidation points and and a concerted, devoted, un unmitigated organizational structure on this to bring these people in. If people, if your listeners haven't gone out and done the in, internal research in their own minds to discover some of these uh, there, there's videos out there of these uh, mass migrations of young military aged men whether they're Chinese or Middle Eastern or or whether they're coming from uh, Latin American country or or wherever they're coming from I mean India Pakistan Bangladesh uh, you look at the you know Syria you look at the Chinese influx young military aged men no no women or children. These are not coming in as a, golly, my family needs a better place to live. Uh, these guys, and they're being just brought into the country, and they get distributed by the Joe Biden distribution plan that, that uh, basically plants them strategically. It has to be. It, look, what happened on D-Day? I know the invasion size and everything. We talk about this sometimes. It used to be we had a D-Day invasion about every three months based upon the influx of illegals. Now it's about every two weeks or less, sometimes every week, that size invasion. But what happened in that invasion? There was insertion of paratroopers behind enemy lines that was run concurrently with the, the main invasion, you know, the Omaha Beach and Utah Beach and all those, you know, the slaughter that happened there. But be, what was happening was we, in, we inserted large numbers of people behind the lines, and they had all sorts of assignments, I mean, to disrupt communications and blow up bridges and, and to basically harass so that uh, reinforcements couldn't get in, all sorts of things. If you have 50,000 Chinese, which I think is not an unreasonable number, in the United States, and you distribute them 1,000 per state, which wouldn't happen. I think that California is going to get a lot more than Utah because Utah's already rolled over to Red China. But the fact of the matter is, let's just take that even distribution. 50,000 divided in 50 states, that's 1,000 per state. How long would it take 1,000 dedicated insurgents to completely overwhelm what was going on in that state? I mean, if whether they it's had, down, Hold on. If they had military training, insurgent training, it would take them literally minutes. They would attack and, communications, and they would attack fundamental services, and they would know what they're doing, and it would be coordinated with communications, and it would happen in an instant, and we would be absolutely set back 100 years if they knew what they were doing, Doctor. 
Well, and if you think that that hasn't happened, we need to talk. Sam, look at, maybe, again, a lot of your listeners probably don't remember, but they might have heard of or read about the Tet Offensive. 1968, 80,000 communist troops, they, they basically had a coordinated, delivered attack on 100 villages and towns and cities, okay? Boom, here, now, right now. It was totally disruptive. I mean, 100 locations. 80,000 coordinated. I mean, you think of the logistics of that, getting the ammunition, the food, the people into the place and everything like that. We're facilitating it. We're sending them on Delta Airlines and United Airlines and, and American Airlines. We're putting them on Greyhound buses. We're shipping them at taxpayer expense. And, you know, honestly, uh, Abbott has been helping this happen too, shipping them to Martha's Vineyard in New York and stuff. But, but we are... We are placing insurgents in key locations. And you talk about, you know, let's disrupt the cellular communication, knock down a few towers, whatever. Let's talk about the idea of you know, the, one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that happens is energy production. So you take out a few substations for power. The grid is very, very fragile. It can be knocked down fairly easily. You look at water supplies. Pure, clean water is essential. You know, you move sewer. I mean, they take pump stations. And, and honestly and truthfully, the, the, the great bulk of deaths that the United States is the cause of is our uh, efforts to bomb nations back into the Dark Ages. You look at what happened in Iraq. You look at what happened in Afghanistan. You know, yeah, I admit there was a lot of things that weren't exactly, you know, 21st century in some of those places to begin with. But the great bulk of people that died were the very young and the very old, the most fragile, the least that had the least ability to, uh, the, yeah, you get a bacterial infection, boom, gone, you're dead, you know. And bad water, bad, you know, your refrigeration goes bad when you don't have. All right, so I'm going to ask uh, you this. Electrical. When will we have a current Tet Offensive on our hands? You know, I don't have Because they're gearing up ball. for it. I don't it's know, you know, but if. they're gearing up for it. It's it's not if, it's when. With what they're yeah. doing, eventually, and I mean, even if we are bringing these people in with, with good intentions or whatever else, which I don't believe we are, but it, at some point it will be taken advantage of. At some point there will be a coordinated, escalated attack on the United States from within because of what we've done on the border. And so I don't know how to define the word treason because, look, treason doesn't apply to anything in America. It doesn't matter what you do. You're never guilty of treason according to the definition, right? It's impossible to commit treason these days, right? It's because of the way we don't apply the constitutional authority. Uh, the, we can't even define who the enemy is. We can't declare war if it's in your face. We, I mean, the president goes out and starts wars without any authority. We have just turned this into a hodgepodge. People, we yeah, What is treason, back. though? What would qualify for treason? What would someone have to do to commit treason? Basically, nowadays, the way the courts have defined it, there has to be a declaration of war. And at that point, you begin to facilitate and, and assist the carrying out of, of the enemy's uh, efforts. Okay, so right now, though, now. right now we're under war powers uh, in many ways. The president acts under war powers can, uh, uh, every day, really, right? They haven't released a lot of the war powers that they've put in place. But that's unconstitutional also, Sam. Of course it is. Of course I mean, it is. everything that we've done So there is no way to take the down these dictator leaders for treason or for anything else because we can't define or do anything. 
Therefore, uh, we are ready for the slaughter. All we can do is sit back and wait and do nothing, right? Okay, here's the deal. Can't fix it, can't do anything. The House has been sitting on their butt, putting together more continuing resolutions and and dinking around with Hunter Biden and all that kind of stuff. Whether it's Monica Lewinsky or Hunter Biden, it doesn't matter. They're distractions. But they have a duty to bring the the impeachment charges, and the Senate has a duty to impeach. I'm just going to – let's look at at Article 3, Section 3, just so people don't think we're making up this treason stuff. Treason is something the king used to use constantly. Treason! Uh, You know, when Patrick Henry was talking, uh, give me liberty, give me death, people were shouting out, treason, treason, because the king could declare treason for any stinking reason he wanted to. And he put people in jail or he lopped their heads off constantly because he could make the, the charge. The founding fathers wanted to make certain there was a clearly defined reason for treason, if you will. And so Article 3, Section 3, get your Constitution out, read it in Clause 1 of that section. Treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. No person shall be convicted of treason unless on the testimony of two witnesses to the same overt act or on confession in open court. That is the definition of treason. Now, the next clause goes on to say Congress can declare the power of punishment to treason. But but the fact of the matter is we have completely abrogated, or uh, those that lead the government have abrogated their responsibility to protect us against invasion. They're facilitating it. Article 4, Section 4 They are, so if they're facilitating it, if the president's literally coordinating with foreign nations bringing illegals here that are eventually going to be insurrectionists or create a war against the United States or create a, a, a crime against the people, you know, you got to wonder, <clears throat> we can't define anything or, or make progress on anything these days. Next hour, we're going to talk about this more. And to talk about a poor gentleman that's going to jail and he doesn't even know the charges while Joe Biden sits free and none dare call it treason, right? All right, hour one of the can, hour two coming up. The plot thickens. We'll lay it out for you in, 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 on the kitchen table. How's that? LibertyRoundTable.com, FreedomsRisingSun.com. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mm-hmm.